I recently discovered that something I felt was a fundamental truth was a complete lie. <laughs> okay. Nope. Did you know that on microwaves, you're not supposed to use a popcorn button for popcorn? I've had never used a popcorn button with popcorn. You, Why? You Because you burn one bag. There is an explicit <laughs> button on the microwave that says popcorn. Why the hell would you not use that? Because it doesn't work. All, it's stupid. Exactly. But on the actual popcorn packages, it says... Do not use popcorn button. So are all the yeah. buttons lies? Well, are the those prob- all lies. The problem is everyone's microwave is like so different, right? Like I like tell me this. Do you guys in any recollection of your life, have you ever remembered changing the intensity setting on no, your microwave? Never. I've no, tried it not once, at all, right? and I was so afraid I hard reset the whole microwave. I was so scared. Yeah, like, I, I don't up. know what my microwave set at right now. I just press the button. And I think that's the problem is like your microwave might come in and like, oh, it's at this intensity. And then my <laughs> microwave's like two times that. So I press the popcorn button and all of a sudden I got burnt kernel smell in my house for the next six months. You guys also like, have those instructions where it's like, if you have a 12 or a 1200 watt microwave, or if you have <laughs> yeah, a 700, like, I don't oh, know. let me pull out my, <laughs> yeah, my gadgets and gizmos over here and measure the wattage of my microwave. My whole <laughs> life, I've used the popcorn button and was fine with it because I just stop it when it's appropriate time. But then my wife was like, oh, crap, we kept burning it because you used a popcorn button. I was like, no, it's a popcorn button for a reason. You used a fucking popcorn button. And I looked at the package, and sure enough, it says, do not use popcorn button. So that means all those buttons are lies, and they're there for no purpose. <laughs> the, the frozen vegetable one, potato one. For some reason, my Marco says dinner plate, whatever the hell that means. What are those buttons then? What is I was going to ask you, Heath. What are you having I was for say, <laughs> You're in a new, a new place. Like, did, did you buy a microwave, or did it have a microwave already installed? I bought one. Okay. The new microwave that we just got in our house, yeah, it, it's got a button for almost everything. What the like, hell? Like, oh, week They're old all olive, week old Olive Garden, press two. <laughs> you know, it's like, why, why do I need a setting for this? You know, there are <laughs> too many instructions on there. Just let me type in two minutes. Everything takes two minutes. Doesn't matter what it is. It always takes two minutes. And just move on. I don't need all these extra bells and whistles. <laughs> Microwaves Dude. need what remotes need. Where I'm tired of all these pre-programmed buttons. Like my remote. For my TV has a Hulu button and like a Netflix yeah. button. Every microwave in every remote needs just custom one button, custom two button, custom three button. You need buttons that you can program <laughs> to do whatever you want. On microwaves, if I know for my Orville Redenbacher or whatever popcorn I got, it's like two minutes, right. 10 seconds. And I have to feather it at that point. I just want to program that into my <laughs> microwave that it does exactly that. And I know that. Or, you know. Whatever it is. Like if my leftover chili from two days ago, I want to be able to put it in, hit my chili button. Program it myself. AJ, uh, you just gave me like an idea that probably only like fatties like me would enjoy. <laughs> Go on. And that would be to have a microwave that also has like a built-in like freezer attachment that I could like <laughs> preload with, let's say, some White Castles or something, right? And from the comfort of my couch while I'm mid, you know, movie, I could just press the, the little White Castle button. It pops out the little White Castles into the microwave microwaves them for me and then i just got to go pick it up that way i don't have to get up take them out of the <laughs> freezer put them in the microwave wait no i just press the button i'm still watching my movie and then once the time comes up i take two seconds to go pick those babies up you know what that's on brand how's it going everybody <laughs> welcome to john keeks episode 112 i'm your host aj with me of course is mr hit point heath what's up and the dude with food joel it's me i'm here i'm back it's been i think three weeks been a minute and if you haven't been listening, I've taken your feelings into consideration. I've redacted Ryan's like Duke of Disney, master of whatever Disney. I've revoked that from him. <laughs> 
so that now I feel bad. so that you can feel more comfortable <laughs> on here on the show. Uh, <laughs> I, I am trying to consider all feelings here. Also, trying to workshop a nickname for me. <laughs> Nothing has really rolled off the tongue yet. If you guys hmm. have a good idea, send it into the uh, Instagram. Uh, before we, you shouldn't have said that. That's all I'm going to be thinking about the entire right. show. Not, look, my, <laughs> my mind is not on anything we're talking about. I'm just trying to come up with alliterations over here for AJ. Just, I'm going to be AJ the jet plane or something. If if it's if you have your <laughs> Damn. way, this man dropping bombs. Today is National Hot Sauce Day. By the way, do you guys know Oof. that? No, it's I saw. Day. I did not see that. Big fan of hot sauce. What are your guys's? Just throw out some honorary mentions. What are some of these top tier hot sauces? Because I feel like I'm with the right crew here for this. Okay, uh, Los Calientes by the Hot Ones Gang. That gang, one gang. slaps. Delicious. Um, there's this one called Lechuga. I don't even remember who makes it, but that is a great hot sauce. Uh, and I'm going to go with a good old homie, Frank's Red Hot. That Frank's Red Hot Frank's doesn't Red miss. Top tier, dude. Valentino doesn't make it in there for you? That is pretty good uh, I do like me some Valentina. I do. So according to this website, uh, daysoftheyear.com, how to celebrate National Hot Sauce Day, they have included a 2014 survey of the world's top 10 best hot sauces. So I want to I see if you guys are familiar with this. Let me get your take. Number 10, Valentina Salsa Picante. Wow, look at that. Yeah, there you go. Yep, love me some Valentina. Number nine, we have Texas Pete. I'm not mad yeah, at Texas great. Pete. To me, it's like a very I've heard basic. Of it. I don't think I've had it. It does its job. It's fine. It's very good. I'm never mad at I it. Think. Uh, number eight is Tabasco. I'm going to be real. Not a big fan. Too aggressive of flavor. I hate vinegar-based. Yeah. yeah, its presence is too prominent. My uh, coworker just won a year supply of Tabasco Sriracha, and by year supply, they sent this man 24 20-ounce bottles. So to their <laughs> math, that's, that two, that's average... two 20-ounce bottles a month. Is that how what they think the average consumer eats? <laughs> I don't. I mean, talk to Ryan. That dude blows through sriracha like nobody's business. Oh He'd God. probably be like, "This is nowhere near enough." That's wild. Number seven, we got Tapatio. Naturally, love it. Solid. N- number six, Louisiana hot sauce original. That used to be sure. my hot sauce for a while. It's good. Uh, uh, yeah, it's it's fine. Number five, Hu Fong chili garlic. I'm, I'm, okay, I will no, try I that. Know if that one, I've never used. I use the TJ's chili garlic. Number four, Frank's Red Hot. Naturally, yeah, right. Number three is just called Crystal. I don't know. Oh, Chris, I've heard uh, of it, Crystal, yeah. I've bought some. I have not tried it yet. It is also a Louisiana hot sauce. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number two is Cholula. Yep. And number one. Ho, okay, so I guess it's the same company as that other garlic, uh, chili garlic. Hoi Fong Sriracha. No wonder it's the, fa- the fame of the sauce reaches far and wide. It's spicy, salty, and seems to go well with almost everything. I gotta agree. Sriracha is, I'm glad yeah, it's, it just took over the world sure. by storm. I'm like, I'm like, inter- I like sriracha on things like when it's like mixed in, but it's hard for me to just like, like I couldn't like dunk like fries and sriracha or something like that straight contact of sriracha to my mouth just doesn't do it for me. But I do <clears throat> like sriracha flavored things, if that makes sense. That's fair. Yeah, they're coming I, out with sriracha chips and stuff left and right. I'm a big yeah, fan yeah, of that. Yeah. Have I, I used told sriracha you guys? twice oh, sorry, today? Guys. Oh, well, there you go. It's see you. You are the one who needs two one four <laughs> bottles yeah. of 20 ounces sriracha. Bad. Korean pancakes and a uh, egg sandwich. You Pretty said good. three pancakes? No, no, no. Korean pancakes. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I, meant to, I meant to ask this when you brought it up. Joel, how did your buddy win a lifetime su- or a year supply of <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't, well, I, I was like gonna that's worthy of a story. <laughs> they don't just hand that out. I, I, I don't. He just like entered a contest. It was like a Christmas thing. But because I was gonna tell you guys, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the show. I I know Ryan knows about this. So at my job, we have a hot sauce bar. I love like, that. We literally call it yeah. like a throne of fire. Um, and uh, one of the guys at work, he gets the hot ones subscription. So every month nice. we get three new sauces that we get to try out or whatever. And then just kind of in general, all of us are always like buying hot sauces. So sometimes we get this like perfect storm where there's like 12 new hot sauces. Um, do you guys know what Jollibee is? Yes. I don't think. Okay, you, Heard of it. Do you have, yeah, you they have got one in Houston. Oh, okay. I've, yeah. So the it's last time we had, I think. Yeah, it's literally Filipino fast food. I think we mm. had 12 sauces the last time we did it. And so we went and bought like $180 worth of uh, of Jollibee chicken strips. And there was like <laughs> a bunch of us at work. And we were just going to town on this. And it's, I've come to, I've always been a hot sauce fan, but this job has made me even more of a hot sauce <laughs> fan. Uh, and the last day I'll say here, just because I think it's, for me, it made me realize I do have a pretty decent life. Today is Celebration of Life Day as well, which just means like celebrate that. being alive. But the way they say to celebrate it, do things that you love to do as a child, such as, and it has like play a game, you know, whatever, like draw. And to, I realized like I still do everything that I yeah. like doing as a child. I got toys over my shoulder. I've got Spider-Man books behind me. I play video games. I'm still, I guess I had that Peter Pan syndrome thing where I still haven't grown up. <laughs> that's the way to live though i feel like our generation has kind of mastered the art of living in our youth while yeah. still being adults unabashedly you yeah. know like we can we can still do these things like video games and and lego sets and whatnot while still being responsible versus like if you had said 20 years ago there was an adult that stayed home playing video games <laughs> like they would just get <laughs> slammed you know sure um, AJ, I also saw here, I'm just, I have nothing else to say about this one, but I also saw that today is answer your cat's questions that, day. Dude, <laughs> on my phone, I'm looking at that right now because I'm Don't like, how did I miss this? I was yeah, looking I at no those, reading it as you were talking. Uh, yeah, it says, I'm just going to skip. I like to skip right to the, how do you celebrate? Answer your cat's questions day doesn't require you to do anything outdoors or expensive. It's all about sitting down with your cat and thinking about what questions they could be easily asking you in different situations. I'm going to be real. My cat's question probably is just going to be, can I food, wear food, human? Yeah. When Give me food. food. Yeah. <laughs> food That's me, almost please. worse than the video game person just sitting inside all day pretending your cat <laughs> what has is this questions. Cat just thinking? trying to doctor doodle yeah. your cat. Like, I might have more questions for that person. For sure. <laughs> Joel, it's been a couple of weeks since we've had you on the show. Uh, how has your time been off? Any do anything uh, interesting? Yeah, I, I made. Speaking of what you said at the top of the episode, I returned to Disneyland for the first time in almost two years. It actually oh. might have even been over two years. Um, I went with a couple of cousins. I was, uh, I'll be honest, worried about how the day would go because, as you could probably assume, with both Ryan and I, going to Disneyland is like a we're doing this, we're doing this, we're going over here, we're going over here, whatever. And the cousins that I went with very much are not like that. One of them, if it was up to him, he would literally sit on the railroad that circles the park for the entire day. The thing my son uh, wanted to do when I took him <laughs> to the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> so I was like, hmm, this could be interesting, but it, it was a great day. I had a blast with them. Naturally, I was eating a lot. I tried three new food items that are like the hot ticket items at the Disney uh, at Disneyland right now. Uh, breakfast chimichanga, pretty good. Okay. Um, I tried the garlic cheese pretzel bread, phenomenal. Uh, 
at at dude with food for the folks at home on Instagram. I posted a photo of it. Go check that thing out. It is phenomenal. Um, And then do you guys like birria? Yes. Unfamiliar with it. Indian food. Uh, I no, like no, no, no. <laughs> it no, is no. Mexican food. Sorry. I'll say it white. Birria. Okay. Let me, let me look tacos. up exactly where you dip the tacos like, in the. Yeah, you dunk the tacos sauce. in the consomme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that sounds great. So Disneyland released a while ago. Again, I'm behind the eight ball here. Ooh, this a does look good. Birria grilled cheese. And then they serve it Ooh. with the consomme on the side. Hell yeah. Again, phenomenal. Like you're just taking this grilled cheese and instead of tomato soup, you're just dunking it in like taco meat, meat sauce. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, dude. It was it was phenomenal. Um but yeah, no, I mean besides besides that, just you know, been working a lot lately and and slowly getting back in the the flow of trying to get the wedding all together that's coming up in about seven months now, which seems crazy. It's gonna um, fly by, dude. That's yeah, crazy man. So but yeah, li- life's been good. Uh Bummed I haven't been able to, to be here these last couple of weeks. Like I said, just been kind of crazy busy, but glad to be here today. So awesome. Glad to have you. Heath, how's your week been? Pretty good. Uh, let's see. First off, I watched and finished Echo. Okay. Anybody oh, else? Yeah. I watched uh, three episodes now. Okay. Marvel's lost me. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> uh, finished that. I still playing Alan Wake. Still enjoying that. Finally got around to watching Violent Night. That one oh, with how the, was that? yeah, homeboy from Stranger Things. It was things, pretty right? fun and cool. If somebody told me that it was literally Santa, not someone dressed as Santa, I would have been in a long time ago. <laughs> I thought this whole time that someone dressed as Santa. No, it's supposed to be literally Santa messing people up. I like it. it made it so much more fun. Uh, I also started playing a game that is now free on PlayStation called Evil West. I also started pretty playing cool. that. It's, it's fun. It feels like an yeah. old school 360 game. You like game. God of War? Yeah. It's just God of War. <laughs> they it plays like a PS2 game, but it's fun. Down to him opening chests by punching it. I'm like, this is just <laughs> yeah. God of War. It like, they just use the mechanics already. of it. Yeah. Beat that. Uh, we also, big milestone for, for this week was my wife and I finally beat Baldur's Gate 3. Oh, wow. Our like, first the third playthrough act, like, was 104 hours. That's a long it's time. Our first playthrough. Especially with a co-op. Like, that's a long time, dude. Yeah, man. It feels like it's one of those games where I beat it and now I feel like the empty hole. What's your what's your character's body count? That's the more important question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you looked it up. Um, <laughs> the important stats. But the most eventful thing for my week was my pipes froze. Bummer. So I don't know if you've, uh, we had that super cold So you can't have kids. Front. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we had a cold front come through. No water for almost a week, like five days, oh, Jesus, man. You, dude. It's so inconvenient when that happens, obviously. Uh, but you just can't piss or take a crap. It's it's awful. It's the worst. Luckily, you really are making nearby. this sound like it's a body thing. Like, I can't <laughs> piss, can't crap. My pipes were frozen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That sucked, but glad it's over. So that's about it. Well, I'm glad, can't, but holy cow. Little inside baseball here. Sorry if you don't want this out there, but we were texting about like recording last week and, and you and Darren were both saying, oh, you know, our pipes are frozen. Don't forget to, to drip your faucets and stuff like that. And someone who spends their life in 75 degree weather year round, <laughs> I was like, what the hell are they talking about? Yeah. I don't know what it, it, the concept of pipes being frozen is a lost thing on me. You saying drip your faucets. I'm like, bro, uh, what? It's so props to you guys for having to deal with that kind of stuff because i would not know what to do yeah it's not awesome like you gotta drip your faucets you gotta open the little cabinets underneath the faucets so that those get warmed up too we're just not ac to above 70 or to at least 70 we're not built for uh for that kind of cold (laughs) 
I had a slow week with the, a few big things. I'll start with the smaller stuff. Uh, I watched this series on Netflix called, oh God, Wrestling or Wrestle. I think it's called Wrestling. Really cool little docuseries mm-hmm. about uh, Ohio Valley Wrestling, which if you don't know, those guys put out the people you may be familiar with, such as Randy Orton, Big Show, Brock Lesnar, John Cena, a ton of those guys the are came they went to OVW to basically season them up learn how to actually wrestle before making it into the WWE proper uh they're like the third place guys in terms of wrestling in the country so you have WWE which is like the top tier AEW underneath that and then way down underneath you have OVW and it's a little seven episode series about them basically trying to make money trying to like stay afloat and it's great i love learning about the production of stuff i just i'm inherently interested in that Hearing about these wrestlers, these performers, you know, who are for me, they're wrestlers are some like the world's greatest stunt performers because mm. they're putting on shows every week and not hurting themselves horribly. Uh, what it, what it's like when you're like, yeah, I'm the OVW champion, I'm king of the world, whatever, and then he's like an Uber driver the next day, like for his regular job. It's really cool if you like that kind of stuff to learn about. Uh, it's and it's only seven episodes uh, on Netflix. Joel, you were a wrestling fan, right? As a kid, I was a wrestling fan. Uh, as I've gotten older, I've gotten out of it. But I, had, I did tell Ryan that I do want to go. I've always wanted to go to a WWE event just to mm-hmm. have experience. It. I, like you said, I, the, the production aspect of it would be interesting to see and just to see it in person. But, it's incredible. Yeah, to as see, a kid, man. I was really into it, man. Like Rey Mysterio mask, the whole show. Hell yeah. I went to a f- uh, at least one WCW match when I was a kid. I went to a bunch of dark matches like the, for those who not don't know wrestling. Those are the matches that they don't just perform raw on Monday and that's it. They perform throughout the week touring the country and that's how they stay afloat, make a bunch of money. So I got into seeing, you know, John Cena and Kane and all them, Randy Orton, big show, uh, Chavo Guerrero. That was really dope. So it's, I don't watch wrestling anymore, but I'm always going to have a soft spot in my heart. Cause I was obsessed with wrestling from like, 2000 like 2010 2000 and you know, maybe eight or ten but yeah so i did that and then the other big thing that i did this week just to kind of hurry things along i took my son this was one of his birthday presents he's three years old and he is obsessed with monster trucks so here in houston monster jam came uh literally on uh saturday and so i took me and my my dad took my son to monster jam and I got to tell you, that is a different world than what I'm used to because <laughs> I am not what the traditionalists would call a man's man. I don't care about cars. I don't care about big old engine go vroom. It, it's meaningless to me. I'm there because my son has got a smile on his face and he goes, Megalodon, you know, there's El Toro Loco. And these are like his comic book characters, which is funny to me because it's the shape of a car. And then I'm like, that's the driver. And he goes, uh, I don't care. About <laughs> he cares about the, the car is the, the truck. person. But I didn't know. Do you guys know what Monster Jam actually is? I didn't know what it was at all walking into the arena. I have a pretty decent. My buddy actually is the MC for like their West Coast stuff. Okay. Actually, <laughs> That's oh, I, almost, I almost went last weekend or it was two weekends ago. I think it was in San Diego. Um, But he, he keeps trying to get me to go. I just haven't had the chance to go. So I, I have a rough idea, like having seen his clips, but. I didn't really know there's no. a competitive aspect to it. I thought yeah. I was a com- going into like a wrestling type thing where it's all a show and a performance. It's all it's competition. There mm-hmm. there were three events. There was a race, which is kind of cool, where two trucks are like circling each other. Then they have to hit ramps. And then they're like, oh, the best time is this guy. 
And then there's a, a two-wheel competition, which is weird. So you like do a wheelie or a side wheelie, whatever that's called. And then they have a freestyle where it's like, here's a minute, do some flips and tricks. And that's the whole, it's like a three, four hour show. Uh, it was, it was cool to a degree. It was, you know, impressive <laughs> to see these trucks <laughs> to me. Like I've, I wanted either more competition or less competition. To me, it was the wrong amount of competition. Like commit to one or the other. Yeah, because literally the thing like, after the freestyle or like the, doing the flips and tricks, they're like, all right, fans, go to this website and you cast the votes. And so fans on their it's phones vote for the truck doing <laughs> stuff. And I'm like, the second the fans are involved, this is all shot and lost <laughs> because it's like, there's no integrity here. We're going to vote for who we like. There was literally a guy from Texas that was one of the truck drivers who came out and he's like, there's one state you don't mess with. And the crowd went nuts. And I'm like, okay. Everyone reached well. into their pocket and started firing their guns <laughs> yeah. in the air. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's whipping out their cowboy hats and stuff. Yeah, oh. it was. <laughs> it was very performative, which was fun, but, uh, my son had a blast. And so vicariously, I had a blast, but yeah, monster jam. It's a, it's a thing. So that's <laughs> small world, Joel, that you said that your buddy's an MC for it because hats off to RMC who did stuff there because he had to, this guy sounded like a, like a cartoon character. He's in the stands and he's like, are you guys ready for the Kraken? And like the freaking <laughs> truck came out and he had to deliver it with the conviction of like these are athletes this yeah <laughs> but he's driving a car in the shape of an octopus <laughs> well it's funny too because like i was talking to another friend about it because he's actually taking his son in a couple weeks because it's mm -hmm. going to be back out here and i was like looking at the schedule at the dates that he said and it said that they were in like ohio and like pennsylvania and then it said anaheim and i was like how are they in all three of these places at once? And I like texted him that and he was like, yeah, there's like nine grave diggers now. Yeah, like, I didn't know there that. <laughs> there used to be just like one and now there's just like nine different grave diggers and they could be in all these cities at one I time. I didn't know that. I don't know why these trucks were here. There were eight trucks. I don't know why there weren't other ones that I know exist because my son has the toys for him. I've bought yeah, enough yeah. of them to know. I'm like, where's this shaped one? So yeah, I don't know how any of that stuff works. I think it is an interesting thing to experience from from an outside perspective. I'm sure people who are into trucks and into cars can explain it to me, which is why I think that my type of person who doesn't know should not be casting votes on how well this guy <laughs> drove his truck. Cause I'm like, I just like the guys who did backflips. That was my, I, the crowd popped when a guy did a backflip on a truck. That's what I'm saying. Like in my mind, that would be the thing I want to see is a giant truck. Just do a flip. It's dope, but then you see other guys who I imagine are technical, where like a guy jumps a huge jump, kind of botches the thing, and so his truck's about to flip, then he like does this crazy stuff to correct. And I'm like, that takes skill to not yeah. crash there. But the other guy did a backflip, so 10 <laughs> maybe, everyone's voting for it. And so I'm like, this thing needs to be either more WWE or less WWE. <laughs> the drivers fight each other. That would have been hype. That'd be sick. It's like Speed Racer, but in a giant truck. I would have, that would be incredible if it was more. I was hoping, I didn't know, because again, I, I didn't go in. I was hoping there was going to be some demolition stuff in it where I wanted to see some trucks smash and cars get crushed. They need and, weapons like battle bots. They need like blades and shit yeah. coming out. <laughs> there you go. See, we have the right idea. Do you Twisted want to sell metal. some units? But I will tell yeah, you, though, metal, uh, tell your buddy, though, with his kid, he has to buy the, the tickets to the pit party hours early like i accidentally bought the like early ones where you can be there like five six hours early you can go on the dirt course and you can meet the drivers and get all this cool stuff and interact they have games but what i thought was genius 
they had the trucks there and these trucks are five to ten dollars at target or walmart we're mm. there and it's a bit bigger one to be fair instead of it being like three inches tall it's five or six inches tall mm-hmm. and my son's like oh megalodon i'm like all right buddy i'll get you megalodon how much for the Megalodon, ma'am? She goes, $35. I'm like, you guys got us. Ooh. You got me. I'm not going <laughs> to not buy my kid the <laughs> yeah. toy. The dude's right there. So uh, $70 some dollars later, because he had to get two, because oh, he's ouch. also a Gravedigger fan. Who uh, isn't? We left, right? Dude, Gravedigger cleaned up. It was bad. <laughs> and Megalodon <laughs> got his shit kicked in. <laughs> <laughs> It is so funny to like hearing you like say like, I mean, I'm not really into this, but you know the lore because of your kids. So you're like dropping names you're like, man, yeah. dude, dude. <laughs> always. I don't want to be like my parents where every Pokemon was Pikachu and every game console was a Nintendo. Nintendo. I'm in there. I want my son to be. I want to be able to relate to him and have a good time. Absolutely. Uh, I guess crossover time now here. Uh, Heath, I want to talk more about Evil West. You said you beat it already. Yeah, I beat it. How long is it? Maybe 13, 14 hours. That's a respectable sized game. Yeah, it's fine. I'm really, I need to get hooked. I'm not quite hooked yet. I've, I'm, I think I've finished like all the tutorial stuff and I gotta be honest with you. I was never hooked. Oh, like this is fun and just kept playing. <laughs> that's like, that's this is the difference between us. I'll bail on the game <laughs> if I'm not hooked. You'll commit 14 hours to a game that's, eh. <laughs> I was enjoying it. It felt like playing a PS2 game again. Like it was just kind of cool. Like it just, you don't experience like that anymore. Now they're like these big, grand, open world, giant games. Mm-hmm. It is a linear walk down the street, beat up vampires. It is true. It is very linear, which I, I liked. I found comfort in that. But I'm literally just playing God of War. Like I'm playing God Like last week on the podcast, I'm playing more God of War. This is just a very cheap God of War where it's the <laughs> same buttons. It's in terms of the R1. You have the... Uh, like the little grappling mechanic from the God of War 2 or from like Ragnarok. Ragnarok. You have the little like relic button for your circle. Like it's all the same mechanics as is, God of War. Yeah. I didn't know God of War clones existed. So when I started playing this, it just felt like a worse God of War in terms of like mechanics and stuff. So it, I appreciate it for trying to do its own thing where it's like the, how do I describe like doom meets not red dead, maybe guns, the duel or something, <laughs> but yeah. it's, it, I appreciate the aesthetic of it trying something kind of different, but it's free. So you know what? It's absolutely worth free. Exactly. Uh, was there any... No one saw any... Oh, uh, Echo. We, we, uh, you've said you finished Echo. Uh, what did you think? Just kind of general and spoiler free. It is good. Very middle of the pack. Okay. Not the worst thing is, uh, Marvel's put out at all. It's good. Some action is very good, especially at the beginning. Um, it never really hooked me. Like It's, it's kind of hard. Like Unfortunately, the main character is deaf. That's fine and cool and inclusive. But at the same time, it's hard to relate to her. It's, it's really hard to relate to a person that has like little personality outside of looking menacing. It's like a <laughs> straight face, stoic okay. face, and then doing sign language. Uh, so as a character, I was hard to relate to her. And also, she's a kind of a dick in the in this series. <laughs> well, she's the, not a good guy. No, she's but very, very bad. Like putting her own family in danger type of stuff. I don't want to get into spoilers. That's fine. But I just did not like her as a character very much. Towards the end, you kind of like, okay, this is cool. Let's kind of get into like her Indian culture and stuff. Um, and that was pretty sick. Uh, but I will say it tapers off towards the end. Okay. I, I like it thus far, but it's, like I said, I'm on the third episode of five episodes? Five, correct. Okay. And I'm still, I'm still in. And talk about 
Heath is an easy get anyone who makes anything where <laughs> twice now he's like, I finished this thing and never hooked me. I think it yeah, did. <laughs> for real. <laughs> I think you need to change your definition of hooked. I did the thing to completion, but I didn't, you know, I wasn't interested in it. Man. Yeah, that's wild, dude. I have nothing but time. I can do these things now. Joel, I almost envy you and that you say you're kind of done with Marvel. Like what's it's you're just done with the like, It's hard to say that. It's really hard to say that, right? Hey, listener, future AJ here. Uh, I decided to cut the next 15 minutes of the podcast because just completely honest, it's just an emotionally fueled rant with Joel and I basically just expressing our disappointment with the current iteration of the MCU. Ryan would have disagreed with whatever we would have said. This is not fun, not organic. We don't add anything cool or funny to the conversation. So pretend you heard it. Cliff notes are Joel and I are disappointed and Ryan really loves the MCU. Uh, and so instead of subjecting you to that, instead I'll give you a pro tip. Did you know if you buy Starbucks while shopping at Target, if you bring your empty cup back to the counter, you can get a refill at a reduced price, if not free. Uh, there you go. You know, genre geeks feeding you the the healthy information, the pro tips. Uh, enjoy the rest of the show, everybody. And be like, we got to go stop Glebe Glub. And they're like, oh, no, what's that? And then a bunch of people like me and crap are on social media the next day like well actually it's from this character marvel comic and this is this is not it's just that's gone and uh i'm not trying to beat dead horses too much here but uh i think we're ready to move on to some cross or some news sorry uh speaking of a dead horse heath you've got something Damn. that <laughs> you wanted to talk about let's keep beating this dead horse there we are is no secret that we love physical media hell yeah but recently, during an interview, Ubisoft uh, executive for streaming said that gamers need to get used to not owning their games anymore. The hell I will. To what everyone responded pretty much almost unanimously. It was like, screw that noise. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to the praise of physical media. And he was like, you know, DVDs, CDs, all these things are, date, are things of the past. Now you stream everything through, uh, you know, Spotify or Netflix games are going that same way. It's it's the way of the future. And to that, I say, nay, what do you guys think? <laughs> well, <laughs> sorry, I tried to make a horse. noise. That's the second time that I've done that today. It actually came up with work where I tried to make a horse noise. I didn't I work. I normally can do it. Yeah. There you go. Like, anyway, anyway, my audio is probably insane right there. Uh, no, I am so pro physical media. I just had this conversation with someone like hours before we, we on this. I don't care if it's a video game. I don't care if it's music. I don't care if it's a movie. It, it's just nice to hold something. Right? You know what I mean? And especially with games. And I think this is where a lot of the gaming companies are coming from is the ability to share, right? Like, I don't play a lot of like story type video games, right? Doesn't matter to me. But if by chance, like, let's say uh, whatever game what was the one you were talking about earlier that you didn't really Evil care West, for. Whatever. Evil yeah, yeah. West. Evil West. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I want to give that a shot, but I don't want to buy it. You can be like, well, here, just take it. You know what I mean? And mm, exactly. people like you, you can just blow through a game in a matter of, you know, days or weeks or whatever. So, yeah, it's like, why am I going to buy it? I'll split the cost with AJ. He plays through it. I play through it. And we each saved half the cost. You know what I mean? So I think that's where a lot of video games are coming from. In terms of movies and stuff, obviously, it's different. No one's really sharing movies with one another. Um, so not to say that I, I'm like empathizing with the with the video game companies for why they're doing it but that's the only thing i can see with that but 
to me, I like having a shelf full of things. I mean, I could see one right behind you there, Heath. I, yeah, I know you've got yours right there behind you, AJ. Mine's over here in the corner over there. You know, it's like Pretty. I like to have stuff. I like to be able to whip out a movie. Even if I'm going to watch it on streaming service, I want to have it on my shelf just to look at it, to have it in my hands. And especially nowadays with steel books and stuff like that, you oh, know, speaking it of which, it fun. Yeah. I just grabbed them off the top. Like how pretty I like us. So here's oh, a four yeah. book steel book of us. I got Pacific Rim because I know I like Pacific Rim. And then you got the goat. You got the 20th anniversary of Shrek. <laughs> on the <laughs> And if you wonder what does a 20, like a over 20 year old like cg movie look like in 4k not awesome <laughs> but the point is so, like yeah i same exact thing joel it looks pretty in the shelf but for me it's the fact you own it and yes i forgot what platforms have done it before but i know i think sony talked about it i think amazon's done it you don't own that movie when you quote mm -hmm. buy it on their platform Digital, you are leasing right. it they can yeah. and they can and have take it back and you can lose that for example, like one of the big things that I'm trying, I think Heath, you said you got it or you almost got it. Like I would need to get the community uh, series box set right, exactly. on Blu-ray because they keep plucking episodes off left and right on certain platforms. And it's like, I, it's, I want it to be mine to own. Who are they yeah. to take that from me? So I still have, I'm still have, have, I'm going to have the streaming services, which actually Absolutely. I think I'm done with in terms of like, I'm not adding anymore. <laughs> I've got the Max, Hulu, Netflix. Uh, Amazon, obviously, but like, uh, I think I might have the free version of like Peacock or whatever they have a free version of, but I'm not adding any more. I'm not adding Apple TV. I'll buy it for a month so I can watch Monarch, but that's it. <laughs> I want to own my things because again, it's then mine to own and mm -hmm. I don't trust them. Plus, and if you want to get technical, which Joel and I were talking technical stuff earlier, they're better on a disc, higher bit rate. It's prettier. It's look up the, there's an awesome video of a guy who has Shazam Fury of the Gods and he has it on like Amazon, Apple TV, Blu-ray, I think 4K and like one other style thing. And he like compares all of them like in depth. It's incredible. It is, and it preaches to exactly what I'm talking about of like, there yeah. is a massive difference in quality. Uh, but yeah, that's the, that's the big thing. And I, well, something else yeah. too. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Heath. Go ahead, Heath. Prime example. Pipes are frozen. Also, internet was out for whatever reason. The frozen, the freeze took yeah. out the uh, internet. <laughs> I broke out Beethoven and Chowder's DVD. Hell yeah! My kids loved it. <laughs> Just watch Chowder and Beethoven on repeat. Right That's what I'm about. Same Thank here. I had my, it. My kid. My, uh, we. I got my wife Netflix for Christmas, which is funny enough because like we finally got booted off my parents. And we just Damn. didn't have Netflix. And there's a bunch of those like real life drama, like drama, whatever reality shows that my wife yeah. can't get enough of. So I'm like, you know what, for Christmas, here's Netflix basically for a year. And I'm like, here's the regular H1080 HD. That way we're saving like $10 a month because I know <laughs> she doesn't care about 4K. But they have the Mario movie on there. And my son's like, oh, Mario. And I'm like, we're watching. We're not watching it on here, buddy. We're watching yeah. that as 4K version of it. <laughs> and there is such a day and night difference between streaming 1080p and a physical copy of 4K. It is otherworldly it's like wiping your glasses for the first time uh, <laughs> but yeah but the, with video games specifically i always it is a thing that i do i always buy the big mario games physically mm. i don't know why it's just the thing i bought odyssey odyssey i bought smash brothers mario kart i buy all of those physically just because i don't know for whatever reason say the internet thing goes down or like the corruption the download gets corrupted or any of that stuff. Like I am always about that. I want, I got the big Mac daddy, uh, God of War Ragnarok 
furious that it didn't come with a CD, even though it came with a freaking empty steelbook. But ridiculous. I just like the idea of having it forever. And if I want to play it, I could just throw it in and be like, oh, there's a big update that you have to do. Like, no, it's just, it's there. I don't have that. I'm not handcuffed to the internet. Uh, and obviously, you know, the sharing thing, like you mentioned, is just not a thing we do anymore. But do you remember Heath? I think it was when the PS3 or 4 was being announced. They were talking about trying to combat that. They with were, like, yeah. There was like a code really that would come with your game. And then yeah. we cyberbullied them being like, we will not purchase your freaking console <laughs> if you're going to try to sell us who we can and cannot share our physical games with. Yeah. And then they backed down completely. I, yeah. As they should too, which is, this was such a ridiculous thing. It's a dumb thing to do. <laughs> say they're going to do. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of like things changing with digital stuff, did you guys hear about Mission Impossible changing oh, its name God. on streaming? What? Yeah. Yep. It is now on whatever streaming service. I don't remember. Peacock or one of those. Uh, it's uh, Paramount Plus. Whatever. Yeah, Paramount Plus. The name that I bought a ticket to was <laughs> Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Yeah. When you stream it, you are now just watching Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. There is no Part 1 there anymore. <laughs> is that telling? Yeah. I don't know. That's a that's a big yikes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's it no made way a lot of money. canceled, right? I think it canceled. I it feel like... I feel like if anything, it's not a cancellation. It's just instead of them banking on like, all right, here comes Dead Reckoning Part Two, they can maybe rethink it a little bit and instead and just kind of be like, okay, here's we're gonna kind of maybe go this route instead and let it be its own own thing. Um, but what's with Tom Cruise movies just getting renamed? Like, what was the other one? <laughs> yeah, uh, Live Die Repeat. Live yeah, Die Repeat, yeah. and then that tomorrow, became uh, Tomorrow. Uh, not Tomorrow Wars. It? That was a different Not, one. No, Tomorrow Wars is the Chris Pratt one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it is. Uh, t- it's Tomorrow something. Uh, I was about to say Tomorrow Land. <laughs> I, 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 well, I'm almost ready to start listing off all the it's Bond Lived movies I that have Tomorrow. That's the name that won. It's tomorrow easier to dies, remember. But... Rolls off the tongue. Live Diary. Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Edge Tomorrow. Edge of oh, yeah, Tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lame name. Yeah. And it's like all these Tom Cruise movies keep getting renamed, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that, I mean, obviously. That stuff's just always awkward. You know what I mean? It like when, that, when things like that happen, because it's like, ugh, like I would almost rather they would just say dead reckoning part one and then be like, Hey, we're, you know, what? we're not going to do part two. That's almost better than be like, um, oh, well, we're going to change the name, <laughs> uh, but not really tell you we're changing the name. It's just going to, if you notice, you notice. And so, yeah, not, not ideal. Yeah, that is, I, I mean, I'm fine with it in terms of, does that mean that we're going to like slow down the mission impossibles and stuff? Yeah. And I'm, I'm on board with that. Uh, speaking of franchise cl- type stuff. Just to clarify though, before you move on, was that intentional or was that just like a, it's too long, cut that bit out? Do we no, have any I imagine it's intentional. It's not hard to yeah. type the word yeah. part one. I think that okay. they, <laughs> yeah, I, I I couldn't tell you. Did you guys know, this is this is a slight tangent. So the Mission Impossible movies, they like names them for like ease of watching on the, the platform or instead of right. Mission Impossible 3 or whatever, Ghost Protocol, they just call it on the title at the very least, like the cover art. Mission Impossible, MI1, MI2, MI3. Did you know there's a movie called MI5 that is not like Mission Impossible? (laughs) It's got the guy who played Jon Snow on the cover. And I'm like, it's called MI5, but it is not in in any way part of the Mission Impossible franchise. Uh, That's just something small to bring up. But speaking of uh, these like long going franchises, Joel, what do you have to say about Jurassic World? Oh, boy. So do you guys you guys know about this? I'm no, assuming. I haven't heard anything about it. Okay, no. they it, it was announced today. Uh, I saw it via Hollywood Reporter. Um, 
they are going to continue the Jurassic franchise. They are going to start what I believe is going to be a new trilogy. Oh, uh, no. David Kep is coming back, who was the writer of the original Jurassic Park film. Well, guys, I am Michael. I would I would consider Michael Crichton the. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> I, the original the original screenwriter. I know, the original yeah, but you know what I'm getting coming um, from, right? He yeah, was writing. Yeah. He was basing it, um, adapting. Very, very cautiously optimistic about this. Okay. I have my gripes with the Jurassic franchise, but here's where I'm going to go full Ryan on you guys. At the end of the day, <laughs> if I'm seeing big dinosaurs on screen go rawr, I'm pretty stoked. You're talking to a guy uh, wearing a Godzilla hat, my dude. Yeah. So, um, I've had a lot of issues with the with the Jurassic World franchise. I liked Jurassic World. Yeah, I it's, it's the I dare I say it's good. Good. Fallen Kingdom very much disliked <laughs> i have Terrible. a lot of issues with that movie the first i've said this time and time again on other shows the first five minutes of fallen kingdom probably the best jurassic park content we've gotten since the original film that opening sequence when i was watching it at the theater i was like this is it this is going to be the next best jurassic park film since the original film and then it just went insanely <laughs> downhill they were like they were like, hey you know the island that you like when we're on that one there's a bunch of dinosaurs well we're getting off of it and we're never coming back we're actually gonna blow it up you remember how the trailers we make it seem like climax of the movies the volcano and crap yeah nope that <laughs> was 15 scene. minutes in um and then uh falling or not falling kingdom what the heck dominion. i don't even remember what the last one was called dominion when that I left the theater, I was like, I was like, it was fine. Like, it wasn't anything amazing, but it was fine. And then the more I thought about it, I'm like, no, nah, this one sucked nah, too. Sucks. I just rose colored lenses. Um, I just, here's, here's, I'm, I'm just going to say this because I can get really nerdy and deep into this. I was still, I was talking with Ryan and another friend in a group chat earlier. The original Jurassic Park films, all three of them, they had underlying like themes of, you know, man's hubris and things like that or whatever, man versus man, man science, whatever. But at the end of the day, it was man versus dinosaur, right? That's sure. all it was. The Jurassic World trilogy started becoming so much about like man versus man. And also the dinosaurs are on some people's team and also <laughs> against other people. Like the, the moment, even though, like, even though I said I liked the first one, Chris Pratt being able to train the raptors is one of the biggest follies of that trilogy. If, if that was not an aspect of it, the, abil the ability to like train the, the dinosaurs and communicate with them whatever that and the fact that they made bd wong a villain but again i'm not going to get into this I, I could spend hours talking about this all this to say i'm cautiously optimistic i think david kep could maybe bring back some of that magic of hey this is what this kind of should be like i worked with Crichton. i know what this is supposed to be like um i have yet i didn't read much about this yet i don't know if spielberg's attached in any way if he's going to produce i'd imagine he's going to have some sort of executive producer credit um but like I said, at the end of the day, this this is my Marvel. If they want to make Jurassic Park 37, <laughs> I'm going to be there. Like, it doesn't matter. Um, so I have I have small demands from it. Uh, well, small in the sense of there's not a lot, but they're they're pretty big. No Chris Pratt. No Bryce Ellis Howard for me. Yeah. I Chris, I swear to Christ, if I see Chris Pratt put his freaking hand out again, <laughs> that became such a bit in the movies. He put his hand out in front of a T-Rex. I'm like, stop oh, yeah. it. That's not a fun bit. It's annoying that I don't need that. Get rid of that. Uh, go back to simple. Less is significantly more. I don't need you to mm -hmm. try to have a haunted house version of this or, I don't, or yep. have a Jurassic freaking world where it's like, hey, dinosaurs are among us. Make that the whole movie. I want to see that. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I, I need I need BD Wong to get eaten. 
I need him to have a death. They made him the bad guy. He's the overarching thing, and he needs to pay for his sins of Dominion because I don't forgive him. Bro, again, them making him the villain was just such a mistake. Like, I wish that after the first one, he got some sort of, like, redemption arc, and then he just kind of became, excuse me, a good guy again. Nope, didn't do that, and it really pissed me off because they just kept, like, going back to this well of, no, he's the bad guy. He's the bad guy. And it just, it doesn't work. And he needs you're taking to a fan favorite who used to be just this niche little character yeah. that only some people knew. And now everyone hates him. He needs to do the thing where they need to stall for whatever reason. The car won't start. The gate is closing. He needs to be mm-hmm. the one to stop the, the dinosaurs from eating them. Give him his heroic <laughs> redemption. If that's the route you want to go. Yep. But I need, I need less is more. And I less. It's a movie about dinosaurs existing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear about we've cloned humans. Who is yeah. my mother? Dinosaurs exist. I don't give a crap about this little girl. Show me the dinosaurs. Hi, welcome to our dinosaur movie. The main plot point is giant uh, locusts. Yeah, you like grasshoppers? <laughs> no, we have those. We don't have T-Rexes walking around in real life. Well, buckle up, because we're getting lots of grasshoppers in this movie. Another Spoilers another nerdy part. request before before we move on from Jurassic World. Another nerdy request. Every... <clears throat> getting frustrated. Every... <laughs> J.A. Bayona said it, and then whoever freaked... I don't even remember who directed the last one. Was it... Uh, what's his name? Connolly? Uh, I couldn't no, tell totally wrote it. Whatever. They keep saying, "Oh, we're bringing back the uh, original cast." Bringing back? No, no, not oh. that. We're bringing <laughs> back uh, animatronics. The dinosaurs—they're gonna be real. They're gonna be real. And then it's like, oh, we get like two shots that are animatronics. That was part of the magic of the originals. Was how real the freaking Trevorrow. even going even going was it Trevor that came Colin back? Trevorrow did Dominion. Uh, um, you go back to or you go all the way back to Jurassic Park three. Even though I like it, a lot of people don't. Jurassic Park 3, the Spinosaurus attacking the plane, that was yeah. all practical. The Spinosaurus in the lagoon catching fire from the flare, practical. These were animatronics. These things are like 30 feet tall. That's so impressive to watch on a screen. It gives Truth. it that extra element. I want to see a full-size Indominus if you're going to put an Indominus on the screen. I don't want it to be CG. Like, let me see this thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think like, we got if, if it is Spielberg... <laughs> He's going to pull Indiana Jones and be like, Sam Neill comes back. He's all jaded and grouchy. He's like, I hate dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Jeff Goldblum again. will never turn on a check. It's going to be 100%. I, I agree with you. And I, just to kind of touch on this a little bit too, like I think the first movie, first major movie, I should say, because it's the, these smaller movies are still doing it because they can't afford the CG. The first major movie to really go back to practical effects, I mm-hmm. think is going to remind people how incredible it is. Maybe. Because that's a big thing for me. It's like watching that, like that scene in Jurassic Park 3. I saw it when you mentioned it, where dude gets pulled out of the plane by the mm-hmm. Spinosaurus. That's so haunting because even from that movie, which is like 2001 versus Jaws in 75, it's still horrifying because it's a real thing. Yeah. Real dinosaur or not, it's a, it's a mechanical thing grabbing the guy. And our brain, for my brain specifically, turns off the stakes when it comes to their CG. I'm like, oh, CG dinosaur, I'm not scared. You cannot scare me with a CGI dinosaur. I can be emotionally invested. I watched Godzilla and stuff like that. But if you want stakes of, oh my God, our characters can get eaten, be scared. I can't do that with a CG. I need, yeah. and I'm not saying every shot needs to be CG. The original Jurassic Park had, you know, the cool, the iconic T-Rex scene was most, there was a lot of CG with them stomping around. 
But then the scenes that are up close when you can have the dinosaur, it was practical in those movies because Mm -hmm. then you can have the dinosaur's head crash through the roof of the Jeep or, you know, pick up the guy in the, you know, on the toilet. You can have those moments. And uh, I don't know why we're not instead of us getting better, like we're in 2024, you think we'd have incredible instead of us like taking the technology, the techniques from the back in the day and getting even better at it. We've just abandoned it, which is what's annoying. Like how magical and iconic is it when you've got Alan Grant sitting there on the floor, hand over Lex's mouth and into the frame comes giant T-Rex snout and its breath knocks off his hat. Like, come on. You know what I mean? Because it it wasn't fake. It wasn't CG. You feel it. Like you physically feel it. It was so real to watch that moment. And you do that. Like, like I just saw a clip the other day of, uh, the first Jurassic world when like the security, the first security guy gets eaten when the Indominus yes. comes out, he's like sitting there on the floor and you just see the head pop in, grab him and leave. And it's like that moment could have been so much cooler. Practically. You could have made that work practically and it would have been eons better, but instead you went the CG route and it just, it completely takes away from the, the way it feels. Yeah. Take notes at the timestamp of this thing. Cause it's again, the thing that give it five years, the first major, they're like, yeah, this new Jurassic park or this new Marvel movie. Like we're going to do, practical effects and mm-hmm. everyone is going to lose their minds thinking how did they do that and be like yeah because it's 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 so much better and it's not mm-hmm. much cheaper to use cg cg is so expensive <laughs> yeah. with all these slaves we have making this cgi for movies <laughs> who are begging for human rights stuff <laughs> like it's not yeah it, it's it's not much better but um no speak- one does it I mean, yeah, no one's doing these big physical, the lot, like I, I can't remember the last major movie that used, uh, they use CG or used the uh, practical over CG. Everyone's just, yeah. you know, they're like, Hey, AI. So it's gotten even easier to do. Uh, speaking of AI, you like that one. Have you guys heard of the new anti cheat that is going to be implemented in the new call of duty game? No, no. It is called ricochet which is an AI, ba- uh, you, it usually it utilizes AI, I'm not going to say AI based, but it utilizes AI to track your mouse and keyboard or controller, but mouse and keyboard to detect whether or not you're using aim assist or any of that stuff. And it will straight up close out the game if you're caught uh, cheating. And apparently there's machine learning aspect, which is where the AI comes in, replay investigation. Uh, where's this thing that's on here? It's called, they called it, I think, Splat? That is going to here to say hello to splat. When a cheater appears in a match, they are immediately kicked from experience. Sometimes, as we've discussed in the past, we issue mitigations to minimize their impact privately to keep them in the game so they can absorb all the we can absorb all the information we can about the account. Uh, They're not doing that anymore. Now, if a character is discovered cheating, they will randomly and for fun disable their parachute, sending them careening to the ground after they deploy (laughs) from, from the thing. Nice. Uh, and that's why it's called splat because if you're caught cheating your parachute when you're like alright boys where are we dropping <laughs> you are just going to the <laughs> rock and so Samuel L. Jackson aim for the bushes just <laughs> that's great I love that I'm a big fan of that because honestly uh, the cheating is what turned me off from playing it's, a lot of the Fortnites bad. and Call of Duties and stuff just it's like, really it's bad in Call of Duty specifically yeah real bad uh, I, you think you said you were playing a bit of Fortnite, Joel. Have you come across any cheaters or suspected cheaters? Uh, no, but I've come across getting way too invested in Fortnite. I bought Battle Pass. I, <laughs> My dude. I, I played like 25 <laughs> matches this weekend, which to a lot of people is probably like nothing. But for right. me who doesn't game, I was like, I played like seven hours of Fortnite this weekend. Like, <laughs> Have you bought any cool skins? Like any like... Um, uh, yeah, like this weekend, I, I... None of the licensed ones yet, but I like... 
I didn't know. I this is I feel so dumb because all this stuff is like people have known for years and I'm just discovering it. But I had like Nintendo cash or whatever. So my battle pass ended up only being like seven bucks. And then I realized that just as you play and earn stars, you could buy V bucks with the stars and basically just have battle pass for free the rest of your life. And I was like, why didn't I do this sooner? Oh my um, God. So uh, yeah, I'm just, I, I'm just kind of really getting into it. Like it's become a thing now where almost every weekend I can see myself playing. Cause I have like two or three friends now that also are just getting into it. So we're all like, nice. we're all five years behind and getting into it together. So, so this is for those who play, this is not going to be news to you, but I have not looked at this. Heath, have you, do you know some of these skins you can be, you can be M&M's new Frieza. First form Frieza, first form Cell. You can be any of the Ninja Turtles and April. You could be two versions of the weekend. You can be Peter Griffin, like buff <laughs> yeah, Peter, Peter Griffin. Griffin. Well, you did you hear about that? Snake. I don't know how much truth is behind this with the Peter Griffin one, but apparently the developers, like they, they knew they were going to do Peter or whatever, but it was going to cost them like too much money and time to make a body form that was like peter griffin's body It'd be too big so a they box, basically man. they basically <laughs> just took his head and put it on like a regular character's body that's why he looks like shredded simply because it was going to cost him too much to basically make like a large man <laughs> that's funny you can be three versions of eminem you can be invincible you could be uh omni man you could be atom or at atomic eve yeah adam eve is that her name they had Nicki minaj for a little while too you could be uh Sam scrolling Fortnite? down. You could be yeah. Michael freaking Myers. Like or was, no, or no, was Nicki Minaj in Call of Duty, maybe? Call of Duty. She's Call I was going to say, yeah. she, she was in one of them. Jack you Skellington. Box. <laughs> <laughs> Voltron, Bumble, or not Voltron, sorry, Megatron, Bumblebee. Uh, God, who are some of the more of these characters? I'm sure I'm missing a bunch. Ahsoka. Uh, I ran into Miles Morales the other day, and honestly, I didn't even <laughs> want to kill him, because I was like, I just want to like look at this. He's all flipping <laughs> around and stuff. This is cool. These are a bunch of anime characters. I don't know. Streetwear, Yuji, Itidori. I don't know who that is, but these look like anime characters like from uh, Naruto or something. Terminator, uh, Fry, Bender, Leela. <laughs> you can be, I'm just like, I'm. these it's are wild. incredible. Uh, obviously, uh, 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 what's his face? Optimus Prime, Jesus Christ. Goku, Vegeta. Like, if I uh, see an Optimus Prime coming running at me on the map, I'm just going to start laughing. Miles Morales, <laughs> Miguel, I have not Jordan come across Kamal, that yet. Anakin. I'm going to lose it. Like I, I'm continuing Anakin to is the one I'm almost buying. And it's like, these are Still all going. skins. It won't stop. But I will say, Rogue. and I was talking to another friend of mine about this the other Marshmallow. day, I guess not all of them are always available. Like right yes. now, I can't go into the shop and get like any of the Star Wars ones, but they do bring them back. Because like just a couple Gears weeks ago, on they were there. <laughs> Gears of War characters are on Fortnite that you can play on your freaking Switch. And... A fun thing too about this, we talked about this last time I was on. You know how they have like the Rocket League and the Lego Fortnite now? Yes. If you buy a skin, you also get that skin in Lego Fortnite. Chris, like if you buy like Stormtrooper, you'll have Stormtrooper Lego guy as well. Rick Grimes. (laughs) I can't keep going because that will be the whole episode is me naming these licensed (laughs) characters that are shattering my brain. Batman shouldn't be a shocker. Loki. Harley Quinn. Who are these football or like soccer players? Mark Marco Rios. Isn't there like isn't Killing Mbappe on there? I don't know. I'm still scrolling <laughs> and running into like people. People. There's freaking. Uh, I think this character's from Five Nights at Freddy's. I don't know, but like there's 
I am flabbergasted at this. Like, good <laughs> Fortnite Ryu. I'm done. I can't. I, I, there's no end to that scrolling. <laughs> uh, but speaking of video games, I'm actually really, really hyped. Have you guys heard about them? They're apparently adapting Until Dawn uh, into a live action film. I have, yes. Which should be an easy translation. But the director is David F. Sandberg. Let me look up the guy. Oh, name I again. did see this. Yeah. David F. Sandberg, David, which yeah. that's the guy who, uh, unf- you know, yes, Captain Marvel. <laughs> or I'm sorry, Shazam. Uh, Shazam. He's also did Lights Out. And stuff great yeah. lights out annabelle creation um yeah. the good annabelle movie have you, are annabelle you guys movie. familiar I, I used to talk about him on on a uh, refund but have you guys ever watched his youtube channel yes i love his, his YouTube, channel, YouTube channel is phenomenal one of my it's, it's favorite so things ever to learn about a movie ever is in shazam one in the at the mall <laughs> they straight up just had cast members in the back of the scene where he's trying to fly and so they're like, what do we do? This is a mall. And they're like, there are a crew. And they're like, it's just CGI shopping bags in their hands. And it'll make them look like patrons <laughs> at the mall. But he on his YouTube channel is like, yeah, those are just the crew making the movie yeah. that are just standing there watching him <laughs> try to fly. I love that. He's super transparent and open. And uh, he's great. He's a good horror director. And Until Dawn is a very, very good game. My favorite favorite ever like version of a Wendigo. If that, if that tells you anything, the mythical creature. Mm-hmm. But, uh, what did I have? I think that is, I got no, I have no, actually, you know, speaking of uh, mythical creature things, I guess, Heath, what do you have about <laughs> Oklahoma animal cruelty? <laughs> oh, re- really quick earlier when you were saying beating a dead horse, speaking of, be- I didn't, you realize your other note, Heath, said beating a dead horse so that I thought he was talking about the animal yeah. cruelty one and then you started talking about physical media and I was like huh what's going on in your Oklahoma is not known for their inclusivity as we all know <laughs> they're pretty simple minded folk mm-hmm. but they really hit a new high because Oklahoma just filed a bill to have furries forcibly removed from schools by animal control <laughs> did they not Maybe they do realize what they're doing. It's they like, know exactly it's feeding what into doing. the fetish. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. So if you are a furry attending school, expect to get <laughs> escorted out by animal control <laughs> with Rawr, a freaking like, lasso. Like, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what I'm imagining, too. It's like the big walking dead thing of the stick with the noose thing at the end of it. Yeah, He's trying to drag on. some come fox dude out of school. <laughs> they're in the corner of like between two walls. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Baiting detain me harder, daddy. <laughs> oh my god. And that Joel Applebee's. That's, I have no there's no cross. Speaking of people getting detained and pulling out yeah. being just Applebee's down against baby. their will. Uh, either, of you, either of you familiar with the Applebee's date night pass? Mm, is it like they're two for hear anything or something? about this <laughs> even better my friend I like where this is going. Um, Go so this released i believe either today or yesterday and almost immediately sold out um for two hundred dollars you buy this gift card looking thing and it's called the applebee's date night pass okay and basically what that is good for is 52 times essentially once a week between February 1st of this year to January 31st of next year, you can go to Applebee's and this card covers up to $30 of food and non-alcoholic beverages. If you were to go all 52 times, it's $1,500 worth 
of food that you're getting for $200. What a so steal. So they were doing this as like a Valentine's Day promo thing, right? And obviously there's limited quantities. They said they were only going to have a certain amount. There's a list on the site that says like, oh, it's at every location except these ones. And there's only like 20 that aren't doing it. So pretty much any Applebee's you can go to and roll up with this date night pass. But it doesn't cover alcohol, tax, or gratuity. But other Naturally. than that, up to $30, it can be in-store. It could be delivery. It could be online. Oh. So people were, people were like, I'm just going to do like a mobile pickup online order because I Hell don't yeah. have to like leave a tip. Yeah, um, way to meta the, the system. You just got like tax or whatever. And then to don't order alcohol. So you're going and you're getting like $30 worth of food for what, $1.80 or something like that, whatever Dude. your tax comes out to, you know? So pretty bonkers promo. I mean, good for them. I love when companies do just like insane things like this. Um so it, it, I think it's awesome. I mean, if you look at the Chili's menu or Chili's, I wish it was Chili. If it was a Chili's one, I would have bought it. I could put that out there. <laughs> I love me some Chili's. Um, but I mean, you look at the menu and I think like you said, AJ, I'm pretty sure they have like a two for 25 thing. And I think those include an appetizer, a main entree, and then a dessert. So it's like, oh, hey, babe, you want to go get this for free? <laughs> you know, like that is so oh, I, sold out. Yeah, they're yeah, very, no, like I said, they sold, sold out. out like instantly. I'm trying to read more about this because this is, I love these types of things that it's the whole like Walmart has this item on sale accidentally. Someone messed up a decimal point. Yeah. And so everyone goes and buys it out. But this is like on purpose. Well, this is interesting too, because a lot of companies are starting to kind of go this way. Are you guys familiar with the Wendy's frosty thing? Keychain? Mm-mm. No. So at Wendy's every year, I think they do it every year. They release the frosty keychain, which basically you go, you buy the keychain. I think it's like three bucks. And basically that keychain for the rest of the year entitles you to a free frosty anytime you go. You show okay. them your keychain, you get a free frosty. If I remember correctly, I think they might have recently changed it where you have to purchase something, but you get the free frosty. You show them the keychain, you get the frosty. Arby's is doing this now too. If you were to guess what you're getting from Arby's for free, do either of you have maybe a guess what you think it would be? You get a keychain and it entitles you to a free this every time you go. Either large fry. Okay, Heath. Sorry. It, it, <laughs> Arby's on. is doing Arby's yeah. is doing one similar. Do you yeah. think? Can you think of what theirs would be? You get a keychain where you get one free blank every time you go to Arby's. What do you think it would be? Roast beef, obviously. Roast okay. Beef sandwich. No, you get a free side cup of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to Arby's? Finally, first of all, and getting a side cup. I know Time people like, like the back. beef and cheddar or whatever, but the cheddar just comes on the sandwich. I don't, I don't go to Arby's enough to know why anyone yeah, would no. want a side cup of cheese. I don't hate Arby's, but I don't Bro. go enough. But just like why? Go so ahead, the you. reason why I didn't, I didn't hear you, I was distracted. I was just reading about Olive Garden having a never-ending pasta pass. This is the thing they're they do, trying, is like dude. No passes. one wants. It is so ungodly expensive to go to those restaurants now. Sure. Dude, earlier this year, Applebee's reintroduced all-you-can-eat promotions on boneless wings, riblets, and shrimp for less than $15, which will be covered under the date night pass. So you use your date night pass (laughs) to get all-you-can-eat wings. I'm going to kill myself at Applebee's. Do do you guys (laughs) Do you guys remember this had to have been like, I would say 2010 to maybe 20, I think it was 2014 when they stopped it. You used to be able to go to Fridays and for $12 get unlimited apps. And at yep. the time it was unlimited any fries. app. Yeah. They re, they, after Hello, a while they, they like shrunk it down. But 
I used to go to freaking Fridays, dude, and I'd be like, give me four orders of Jack Daniels wings, two orders of mozzarella sticks, give me the nachos, like, and you'd just be there for hours watching football or whatever with your friends. Like, the good old days of, of sit-down chain Good old days of sit-down restaurants, dude, good old days of Marvel. Me and AJ <laughs> went to Hooters one time and got unlimited wings. Yeah, and like a month did. later, it was gone. They realized because I put them you, out of business. You, they did some damage, yeah. <laughs> I, I changed the math. I threw off <laughs> their DV, whatever. They're like, their math was completely botched. And they're like, why is there like a giant spike? <laughs> spike. <laughs> and the thing, like, oh, AJ hit up Hooters. Their wings are fired too. Cleaned they, out. They are, they are good. I have, uh, The last time I went there, I was like working this other job and the girls actually on their team were like, let's go to Hooters. We're like, okay, whatever. But those wings, honestly. Let's go there wrong. and be super progressive. Great. Am I right? Yeah. I, yeah. uh, the minor league to baseball team near my house, they used to do this thing called launch a ball where at the end of the game, you'd throw a tennis ball and there'd be like hula hoops and buckets and stuff on the field and whatever you landed in, you won that prize. So there was one that I could have sworn they said was a like $10 Starbucks gift card. So I was just going to town, just nailing it. And I hit like five. Well, <laughs> the, the, the stadium has a restaurant on, on, on the premises. It turns out I won five dinner passes to the restaurant <laughs> valued at $65 each. Let's go. Oh, yeah. So we literally went to the restaurant and we took one out one time and the waitress went, Oh, it's you. <laughs> and we were like, huh? And she was like, they don't do this one anymore because you won so many of them. They were like, we're going to, we can't keep doing this. <laughs> and so I, my family and I literally my went like four or like pissed. every time it was me and my sister and my parents and $65 was easily enough to cover all of our meals. Oh, there. Yeah. It was fantastic. And I was like, I was living large for those five trips. It was like, yeah, yeah. I want the hot dog and I want the onion rings. Like, I love, <laughs> I love that so much. I've never gotten, to, I w that's on my bucket list is I want a year supply, a lifetime supply of something. I've never gotten to experience that. That, that same stadium, I want a year supply of 30, uh, Baskin Robbins, 31 flavors. Bro, pass those out. Dude. <laughs> and, uh, Wichita Falls, old hometown. We, when, uh, the Chick-fil-A opened there, they had a thing like the first, yeah. I don't know, 10 people, whatever, got Chick-fil-A for a year. Whereas I basically oh, once wow. a week, you got a meal. And yeah, people, people were, were camped, camped out. out I can imagine days, and it's just like yeah, I've never gotten to experience what it's like to have a lifetime supply or year supply of something. I would, companies need to do that more because I would, I'll give my, I'll, I'll give them my spam email that I know yeah. is going to get bombarded. <laughs> I'll give you my email if you give me the chance to win a lifetime supply of a lifetime supply of wings. Understand will be my downfall. <laughs> I just the the sad thing is. And I can't explain or I, I can't speak to a lifetime supply of things. But when you're a kid and you hear, oh, like, did you guys ever play a uh, Parappa the Rappa? Yes. yes. In the second one, he wins a lifetime supply of noodles. <laughs> right. You remember the story? You, you think to yourself when you hear a lifetime supply of something, you are just drowning in it. Right. Yeah, like, exactly. You, yeah. You're turning every corner. And there's just wings. I won, like I said, that year supply of the ice cream. My buddy just won the year supply of the of the you know hot sauce or whatever. All it is is they just say, okay, what do you think you would normally eat a lifetime or a year supply of pizza? You normally order pizza what once a month? Okay, we're gonna give you twelve pizzas. Like that's what they did for the ice cream. I got twelve passes for a pint that I could use. Whenever. I could have gotten all so twelve shitty. at once out if I wanted. That's, I was like, that's not yeah, that's a not year supply. Is me saying that I I could walk into the Baskin Robbins <laughs> for a year and say I want a double scoop of mint chip and a double scoop of this and like that to me is like a year or a lifetime supply. Not yeah. handing me tickets. Exactly. I want the whole like 
It's the I don't I doubt it's true, but the whole like Justin Timberlake who he did the the ba 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 from McDonald's. Oh yeah. yeah Apparently yeah. he's got like a gold card that gives him uh-huh. free McDonald's for life. Like that's I want the ceremony. Like for Applebee's date night thing, I want a gold card or a black card <laughs> with a little heart on it or something. That it's like a physical media type. It's a physical thing that yeah. I can whip out and be like, look at the ceremony that's happening using this deal. Like I love that. And that's something I miss. I wish that I can be able to. Uh, Get something uh, like a physical card for net. Like this is this is random. Like two weeks ago, I forgot to mention uh, from the last episode. Uh, my wife and I took my son to the local library. I don't know if when the last time you guys did that. I'm like, I love this. It was a great library, really cool. Having a library card just felt cool back in the day. Yeah. I like cards <laughs> like that. Give me more of that. <laughs> That's to. I mean, ugh. to kind of like round this off for my end. The closest thing I know to that, and this obviously is not something anybody can get. I do think some restaurants have, like you said, like a gold card or whatever. But one of the coolest things I think for Major League Baseball is when players put in a certain amount of service time, which literally all that means is like you are playing in the league for X amount of years. Uh, once you reach a certain amount of service time, I don't remember. I think it's 10 years. It's it's really not that much. They receive a lifetime pass which they literally get this like it's like a piece of leather with a gold card that has their name stamped on it. And it says MLB lifetime pass. It's good for them and one guest. And they could literally show up to any baseball game, show that pass themselves and a guest get a ticket. And I think that is just such a cool thing. Like to just have that card obviously is one thing. I mean, obviously you had to serve 10 years in major league baseball. Um, but like to just have that with your name on it and be able to be like, yeah, I can go to any baseball game the rest of my life. It's just so you know freaking what? cool. You know, I might make that. I'm thinking out loud here. I might find out how one goes about making like a, a metal card or some kind of fancy card uh-huh. for our friends that are like, like podcast friends, like Matt and Mark movie show or, mm-hmm. you know, press any key or uh, like the nerdiest or, you know, whatever potential. Po- no, you guys announced it already. So yeah. Joel, you and Ryan's new show, uh, I want to get like a physical guest pass that I can give them. They're like, here's your lifetime <laughs> genre geeks guest genre pass. Geeks guest it's pass. Just Whatever you want. Fun to yeah. have. Oh that. yeah. It's just. I cool. love. I love flashing things like that, like challenge <laughs> coins and stuff. I'm not in the military. I have no need for these things. But if you just coins in general, if you were to be like, hey, we made 14 karat genre geeks coins. They're 150 dollars. I'm like, give me three. <laughs> like you I know. I think I have, and this is not gonna. If I don't find it immediately, I'm just gonna abandon the bit. I have here in my drawer next to my computer a ca- a pass for I love there's a rapper called Tech Nine who yeah here it is there's a rapper called Tech Nine and if you bought his physical CD for a s- album called Strangulation you get this coin and I oh, have it in, yeah. like a fancy I coin holder that. thing it's just dope to have yeah physical 100%. things are cool <laughs> Give I looked me a into making coins for refund something for it. <laughs> maybe we'll do coins for the new show we'll see. We'll see. I got. I'm gonna have to make some stuff that I'm gonna just start handing out to our friends and, and guests and stuff. Uh, but yeah, that's gonna wrap this episode up with genre geeks. This is a weirder one. Uh, <laughs> you're you're welcome. <laughs> Do you guys have any recommendations or homework you want to sign? Hmm. Go to Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> My wife and I went to Applebee's not that recently, within the last two years, and uh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, never mind. Go to Chili's. Chili's not bad. <laughs> they used to have a two. For, the reason I brought they used to have a two for twenty deal, which was incredible because yeah, yeah. it had mm-hmm. the it was awesome. half rack of ribs, and my wife would always get this cool like uh, margarita chicken salad type whatever thing. Mm-hmm. Now it's like two for like twenty five or two for thirty now, and I'm like inflation. You broke the camel's back. No, and, <laughs> so you got two entrees. You got an appetizer, two entrees, and a dessert. 
Yep. For 20 bucks. I will be and there drink once a week. Too. I think it's an alcoholic that. drink as well. I had to check to make sure really quick that this was still a thing, but right now at Chili's, they have a thing for $10.99 called the three for me. You get a <laughs> beverage appetizer and an entree, uh, all for $10.99. That's not Hell a bad deal. Yeah. Chili's, Chili's, uh, bro, elite. Chili's is that, how is that <laughs> cheaper than like my wife and I went to, uh, Burger King or something, and like a Whopper meal was like twelve dollars. <laughs> so <laughs> this is where we're at. Uh, any no recommendations or homework though from uh, for any of you? I, th- I believe Darren, who will probably in the next episode, still has his homework watching <laughs> uh, Atlanta, which I bet. And Ryan has his. Uh, Joel, if you were confused about the image that Ryan sent in our group chat, that is Darren's current wallpaper. I on assumed his phone it was Darren's wallpaper. Yeah, until yeah. he does his homework. Uh, that is the consequences. I remember uh, that was a, that was a classic bit. I'm glad that's back. Yeah, uh, I guess I'll recommend AJ go ahead and finish out Echo. I'll do that. I definitely yeah. I'll, I'll do that. Uh, something I forgot to mention too that I did this week that I'm, I might recommend if you're interested in it. There's a an animated series called The Has Been Hotel. A24 uh, produced it, or they they bought it, and then I believe they did they something. They may be just distributing it, but it was like a you can see the pilot on YouTube. And it's really great. And actually, it's kind of required viewing to watch the pilot on YouTube, then oh, watch the actual fun. series. Uh, it's it's a very stylish cartoon, adult cartoon. It's a good time. It's it's uh, there's music in it and it's it's fine. But it's an A24. It's like one of their first like series that they're putting out. It's an animated series. So it's very hmm. interesting. They're getting their hands on on that medium. Interesting. But uh, just to plug a few things, I am dusting off the old uh, geeking out format where I'm going to interview people. I am going to be interviewing the guys from Kaiju Go, which Heath, we talked about this. That is the Kaiju convention in Dallas. Uh, I believe it's in August. I am going to be interviewing them actually tomorrow at the time of recording, and I'll be putting that out. I'm also going to be interviewing, and Heath, I I forgot to mention this to you, so I'd love for you to join, uh, our old buddy Colin Bass. Hell yeah. yeah. He actually got in contact with us. And so, yeah, I'm going to be interviewing him uh, the end of this week and a few more potentially lined up that I will talk about once we get it more uh, finessed. But basically, yeah, more more genre geeks content for everybody. Uh, do good things on all of our social medias at genre geeks, Instagram, TikTok, all that stuff. Facebook, technically, we're only active on Instagram and TikTok, but check us out there. And actually, uh, Joel, if you want to take a second to plug your show, I'm very much looking forward to this. Yeah, so we've kind of teased it on here a couple times, uh, but now it's kind of more officially out there. Uh, Our new show, The Mind Rewind, um, it's going to be all about nostalgic things from our childhood, um, whether that's movies, TV shows, comic books, or even things like food items, toys, games, books, whatever it is, um, a bunch of nostalgic stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun because... It's, it's mostly going to be positive. It's not going to be like our previous show where, you know, we we're kind of like crapping on things and maybe not always talking about things we wanted to talk about. So we're really, really excited about this. Um, you can find us at Mind Rewind Pod on uh, Instagram, on TikTok. Uh, we are on Twitter. It's not as popular as our other social media right now, um, but we're pretty active right now on Instagram and TikTok and getting things going. So we're excited and uh, we'd love to have anyone who wants to join us uh, go follow us and, and we'll be getting some stuff out soon. So at the time of recording, uh, don't you have a, a giveaway going on right now? Yes, we do have a giveaway. Actually, thanks for reminding me. Um, we do have a giveaway. I'm not sure when this episode will come out, but the giveaway is going to end this Friday, which will be the 26th. 
Um, so we're going to cut that off about 3 p.m. A bunch of, again, more like retro-y type stuff. So there's some Batman, the animated series artwork. We put like a tech deck in there. Um, we went <laughs> yeah. to LA Comic Con and we saw these cool little keychains that were like N64 cartridges. So we got like a Smash Bros, one of those. A uh, pack of Pokemon cards. Uh, so really kind of going with that retro vibe. Um, again, just fun stuff from our childhood that we're going to be excited to talk about. So if you're interested in that, all you got to do is go drop a comment, tag a buddy, uh, both of you following the page. And then if you want an extra entry, uh, make some more comments or share to your story, you can get up to five entries. So there will be a link to uh, your guys' social stuff in the show notes if you guys just want a quick link for those listening. But yeah, definitely go do that. I, I need to go ahead and send my application in and start tagging all the people I need to because those are some sick prizes. So it's definitely, I cannot wait as a listener. I cannot wait to hear you and Ryan's content come out. And I'm sure we're going to have some stuff going on shenanigans there. I have a recommendation or suggest not, uh, recommendation for a product. I want to learn about that singing bass fish from, uh, <laughs> from back in the day that like just the epitome of just viral. Yeah. And then the next month it was gone. Tell me, uh, tell me the history of that. Oh, we can, we can add that in there. I oh, can't yeah. wait. But uh, yeah, do good things on all the social medias for everybody. And until next time, everyone. Bye.